My name's Loz and welcome to Find My Wild. This is the documentation and diarization of how I rebuilt my life post a domestic violence abusive relationship. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about boundaries. So I believe that as a domestic violence abuse survivor, quite often when we were living in that cycle, we allowed certain behaviors or our boundaries to drop in order to keep the person that was our abuser happy because quite often if they were happy, everybody was happy. So that meant we had to compromise our boundaries and the things that made us happy in order for that to occur. So in order for us to live our best life, yeah, I believe that boundaries are a very important part. So before we get started today, say it with me. I am so brave. I'm so strong and I'm so very loved in this space. Okay, let's go. Okay, so let's get started. So the first thing I think we need to look at is what are boundaries? So for this purpose, I did some research and I've looked at Psych Central and they simply say that personal boundaries are simply the lines we draw for ourselves in terms of our level of comfort around others. Setting a boundary is simply communicating your needs for healthy interaction with someone else. Now, that sounds bloody great when you read it there, but it's so hard to inflict. I personally believe that if you're someone that has suffered abuse or violence or lived with someone who's abusive or violence, violent, then you actually have put your needs and your boundaries on the back burner. For an example, you may have ate particular food that someone else liked to eat because it was easier to cook that food for the family because if they didn't like it, they weren't happy. Or you may have attended events you didn't want to go to because it kept the peace and so on and so forth. Because someone who is emotionally abusive or violent and controlling and so on generally makes a lot more noise and causes harm and fear. So it's easier to keep them happy, right? Like if they're happy, then it tends to be that everyone's happy. And then I believe that then this filters out, you become what I call a people pleaser. So you become a person that just looks for validation to feel good because you're not actually getting to live life your way. So what you then do is you overhelp and, you know, like this was something that I would do, you know, yeah, no worries, I'll come and get you at two o'clock in the morning from a party because that will make you happy and then if you're happy, you're happy with me and then I feel like I'm loved and worthy and all this kind of jazz. So when you then go on, the longer the relationship is and the longer that you've actually lowered your boundaries for someone else, the harder they are to set. And, you know, if you're un- like unhealed and not seeing psychologists and not doing the inner work and all that kind of stuff, when your boundaries are not being adhered to, that is quite often when you lash out in fits of anger or you become, you know, disgruntled or you may become silent and not want to speak or you get bad headaches or and your body starts to react because you hold tension in your body. So boundaries other form of most causes of stress, I believe. You know, obviously you've got financial and other things like that, but quite often certain, you know, all those kind of things tear off boundaries. 
for an example, you know, you might be someone that likes to go to the gym and your partner won't let you exercise. So then you put on weight. So your boundaries would have been, well, I want to go to the gym and that's a part of my life. And I'm not going to allow you to let me sabotage myself and make myself feel unhealthy or, you know, not, not the way that I want to live my life. So we then slip into it and just start doing it for everyone. Like it tears from our significant other and then it goes to our kids and friends and all these kinds of things. You know, as we get older, we quite often outgrow people and we change and we evolve, but we keep these people with us because we've known them for a long time. And then we lower our boundaries or standards or ways of living to continue having that friendship. So today I want to sit down with you and I want you to actually do a bit of workshopping with me. So what we're going to do is just really try and nut out what your boundaries are specific to particular people in your life. So grab a few pieces of paper. Nothing has to be neat. This is just a starting phase and then you can do more of it on your own. But if you grab a piece of paper and we will start with, let's go to the boundaries of your ex-partner. Okay, so I'm going to share examples for me and then you can do as you want with them. So for me at the start, people pleasing, lacking self-worth, I allowed communication on every level, right? Then that got abused and I felt really gross. So then I severed communication entirely. And then in December of last year, when we got our final orders made, I was told that I had to communicate the reports and basic things to do with the children. So the way of setting a strict boundary for me was going, you know, obviously I went from all the communication um, channels to no communication and then now I had to figure out how to work this into me. So, you know, I took a piece of paper and I wrote down what I will accept and then it's like on one side, so on the left-hand side I wrote what I will accept and on the right-hand side I write what I won't accept and I pop a line down in the middle. So what I now know is that I'll, what I will accept is communication via email only. What I won't accept, my phone number being released, text messages, any social media platforms and all that kind of stuff. I like my communication kept solely to my email. That gives my nervous system time to regulate if I actually want to read the email um, rather than if it just popped up on a text message or if it was a social media notification. And I believe text, some, when you give out your phone number, you give it out to people that you really like um, and a smaller percentage of people that are in your network. Um, so I don't want someone in there that I'm not resonating with or yeah, we don't align, which is my ex-partner. And then social media is a fun place where you broaden your horizons a bit more, but it's where you get to show who you are and your personality and so on and so forth. So I don't want my person there where an email I like, like if I have to have communication, that's where it's going to be. And that's the only place I'll allow it. And the good thing is I see the email notification and I go, it could be him, it may not be, are you ready to have a look and see? Yep, I'm ready to have a look and see. Rather, it's just popping up and blindsiding me. And also you can then put a folder within your email and then you can switch all, uh, save all the emails and they're just stored in your, um, in your email address should you ever need them. So that was one boundary there. And another one was the communication to which I would have within, with, between me and my ex-partner. So 
when he emails me, I only email back the information that I'm required to give. I don't address and I don't say hi name. I don't do that. I just pure and simply give the information and that's the email. I keep it very transactional. And then if his response to me comes back and it starts to be mean and there's any taunting, I do not respond. I don't respond. And sometimes that can be up to a week because I'm not going to be spoken poorly to. So what I will accept is, you know, how do the kids like this? How are the kids going at school? Um, Is there anything that, you know, the kids need or whatever? I will accept those. Anything like, ha ha, I saw your social media, I'm going to have a good laugh or, oh, this is all your fault, you took them away are things that I will not accept. And yeah, so what I do is I work. about that guys my tiktok alarm went off so this is another boundary thing that i set myself is i love tiktok and get could get lost on it for years i mean not years hours so what i do is i set myself a boundary to go okay you like watching tiktok i'm gonna time limit you and i set myself a 10 minute alarm that goes off at 2 p.m every afternoon and then i allow myself to have tiktok time don't get me wrong i do go on there further than that but anyway that's another boundary that i set for myself so with going back to the ex-partner If you have to have communication between you and them, even if it's through a family member or, you know, a mediator or whatever, draw draw a line and write their name on the top and write what you will accept and what you won't accept and create those boundaries for yourself. You don't technically have to communicate those boundaries with a person. Like I've never said to him, this is what I will accept and this is what I won't. I just created it. Like I just changed my phone number so there was no access to me. I blocked on every social media platform and the only platform I kept open is email and I know what behaviour I will and won't accept. So if I receive something I don't wish to receive, I don't reply and I may not reply for a week. If the communication is, you know, within my boundaries, then I will reply with my set boundaries of I don't put emotion into it so I don't give a name, like I don't address by name and I also don't sign off and be like, you know, have the best day or love you lots or whatever. I don't do any of that. It's just purely here's the information that you need and that's how I've created a boundary with my ex-partner. So being that you're listening to a domestic violence abusive podcast, I think a good place for you to start is to do your boundaries what you will accept and what you won't accept from your ex-partner. Okay, so then the next one is if you've got children, do the same principle and write whether it's children as a whole or maybe you've got, you know, I've got three kids and generally speaking, mine's for a whole even though each kind of kid does something that I have to set a boundary for as well. And then you just write on one side what you will accept and what you won't accept. Like I'm pretty free reign with my kids. Anyone that knows me knows that my kids and I are very close. We talk really openly about anything. If they ask me any question, I will always respond honestly. Even if the question takes me by surprise or it's something I didn't actually tend to have to talk to them about, I will always do that because I really like for me as a parent, I'm both parents, right? And they're friend and they don't have a lot of, um, well, they don't really have any families. So I try and be everything. So the way that I do that is by being really open and honest with them and answering any question that they ask. 
And, but my boundaries, you know, I've had to put boundaries in play because at times they then push because they know that I'm pretty cruisy. So, you know, things like my older ones, my teenager that's 16 will swear at likes will swear because I swear as well, but I'll always say, do not fucking say it in anger to someone there. I swore just then, but do not say it in anger. Like I hate when they speak really poorly and directed at each other. I do not accept that. But if it's just in passing, fine. But if they're being aggressive towards each other, I will not accept that. I don't like them being out at dark at night. It makes me feel scared and, um, you know, uneasy. And if they are going to be out after dark at night, I need to know where they are and I'll simply come pick them up. I will not accept them being unkind to people. I drop them off at school every day. And one of the things I always say to them, what do we do today? And they will say, be kind. So I will not accept them being unkind. So I created a list of things I will accept and won't accept and I know what it is and I communicate communicate it to the kids as it happens. So as opposed to saying, all right, these are my boundaries here and this is what I will accept and what I won't accept, I instead just communicate them as I see fit. Another person that I have boundaries with is my mum. Anyone that's listened to my earlier podcast knows that my mum is a drinker. So we've actually been out of full communication anymore but the only way at the moment that we are communicating is via text message and I'll only communicate with her up until 4pm because I know she drinks after, um, you know, the latest really. But I know that she's had a few drinks by 4pm and I will not engage because that is when a side of her comes out and then, yeah, it's just not a good time. So that's a boundary that I've inflicted with myself, with my mum. My friends... So with my friends, like I have boundaries with all of them as to, you know, my friends know that I will always be here and I'll always support them. But if I'm not feeling it, I will not answer their calls. If I'm not, you know, up to answering their calls and I will openly tell them, sorry, I'm not feeling it today. I'll call you later. And all of them know that. Um, They also know not to push me into anything. Like I'm not the kind of person that, you know, if I say no, I'm, and I don't want to go or no, I don't want to do something or no, I'm not drinking tonight. They know that I mean it and I will not be swayed either way. Like don't peer pressure me and try and force me to do something I won't, don't want to do. I also have a thing on my phone, which at 9pm every night, it goes into do not disturb mode. And then it comes off at 5am in the morning. The reason for this is because I don't want random text messages like later than that. I don't want text messages to wake me up in the middle of the night. I don't care if someone messages me at 12 p.m. because I don't won't hear it. So I created those boundaries for myself, which I mainly created back in the days when I used to own a gym, but now I've kept them tight. The friends that are super close to me go into my favourites list and the messages come through if they need to, and the same with my kids. Um, but it's just a boundary for me. Like I don't want to be... I don't want to be um, contacted after 9pm at night or before 5am, you know, and disturbed because sometimes I fall asleep quite early. So that's a boundary for me. So what I want you to do today is to create these lists for yourself, the most important people in your life and the most important things that you do in your life, you know, from work, what boundaries can you create with work? Like when I finish work, I switch off, I log off and I'm out. That's it. Like I'll give you a hundred percent in the time that I'm there. And when I'm, when I, it hits, you know, at my old position that I worked at, when it hit 11am, I logged out, I sent my thing and I ended my day. 
And then I would not log back into any social media platforms or anything that had anything to do with that work until my next time. And my phone, as always, would go on do not disturb at night and it wouldn't, uh, yeah, at night and it wouldn't come back on until the morning. So what I want you to do is create these little lists for yourselves of boundaries that you will accept and what you won't accept and allocate them to people or work or whatever and start to build the life that you really want to live because without strict boundaries in place you just can't like you can't stand up for yourself if you don't know what truly is a boundary for you and sometimes it comes across hard like sometimes you know you'll meet a new friend and they'll be, come out, have a drink. And you're like, no. And then they'll peer pressure and you peer pressure and you'll just feel within your body that I don't like this. So then I'll just simply say, look, I don't want to have a drink. I've said, I'm not going to have one. Please don't peer pressure me into it. That's a boundary that I have. So what I want you to do today is really work on what's, what's a boundary for you, what you will accept, what you won't accept and do it for all the most important people or work or whatever in that's in your life currently. Even better, if you did this list and then Instagrammed me, come onto my Instagram page and let me know because I want to see people working through it and start inflicting it. Start building those boundaries. Start creating the life that you want to live, that you want to live and how you want to live it and understand that you have the power to do that. While some things might be out of your control, you can create boundaries that align for you. Like, you know, if you're dealing with lawyers and all that kind of stuff, you know, you can decide when your appointment times are. If you're not a morning person, you find it hard to think you can go later in the afternoon. Do you know what I mean? Like you're in control of this, but the only way that you can stick to it is if you create a boundary plan and say to yourself, this is what I will accept and this is what I won't. Okay. So thank you so much for joining me today. I've really loved having you here and I've loved talking through this because this was something that took me so long to build. And I find that if I don't actually work towards boundaries, I become, I like I end up losing my shit and then my relationships end really poorly. So by having boundaries in place, you can really not only protect yourself, but protect your relationships and your future relationships. Because if you go in, if you know what you expect from a future partner and you write what boundaries you will accept and what you won't, then you're moving in the right direction already before you've even met met someone. Okay, so that was the episode on boundaries. Let me know what you think. Okay, so if you love this podcast, please share it with someone you think that may resonate with it. Save it, download it, do all the juicy things. And if you want to come across to my TikTok, find dot my dot wild or my Instagram, which is the same, find dot my dot wild. That would be amazing and send me a message and let me know what you think and if you'd like me to talk about any topics. Also, if you would like to share your story on the podcast, please email me at lauren at findmywild.com.au so we can arrange for either a time to have a Zoom or you can just simply email me your story and I'll read it out for you as soon as I can. Okay, team, say it with me. You are so brave. You're so strong and you are so very loved in my space. Have the best day finding your wild.